SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. It's 18 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with uh, Davi Ruet, who is an economist. One of uh, the leading stories this afternoon has been the upcoming NERSA outcome on the ESCOM application to get a 32% tariff hike. Uh, we expect that um, announcement to be made tomorrow. Wanted to unpack how this decision will impact ordinary South Africans as they are already feeling the pinch. Davi now joining us on the line. Davi, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. ESCOM says that it needs this 32%. We know there's also another application of just over 9%, which means that we just over 40% in a space of two years. Um, if NERSA does grant them the 32% increase, what would that do to the economy, if anything at all, but more specifically as well, to households? Yeah, good afternoon to you. Well, it will have a devastating effect on the South African economy. Uh, it will add substantially to the inflation rate. It means that the Reserve Bank will have to increase interest rates or keep interest rates higher for much, much longer. We already see that the manufacturing uh, industry in South Africa is currently contracting, and of course they need electricity to operate. Uh, and many other industries will be affected. So already as things stand, most economists expect the economy to expand at the rate, if we are lucky, at close to 2% this year, less than 2%. And I'm afraid with the 30% increase in electricity prices, I don't think we're going to see one and a half percent increase, or perhaps even less. So this is going to be devastating to the whole economy. But if I may, I mm. think this, this, the whole process is completely, completely wrong and upside down, and everything that the way that the whole thing is conducted is wrong. What do you mean and by that? What I mean by that, I don't think NERSA should even be involved in this because NERSA, the job of NERSA is to make sure that the electricity provider, in this case ESCOM, uh, whenever they ask for electricity price increases that that should be done in a, in a reasonable fashion. But, but the, the assumption is, is that you have a working com- a company that is well run, uh, that is operationally sound and financially sound, and under those kind of circumstances, then the nurse should consider a price increase and, and grant a, a price increase or not. That is certainly not the case. ESCOM is not financially sound. ESCOM has been running to the ground financially and operationally. Uh, ESCOM is not a going concern. ESCOM simply cannot survive financially. Uh, this is not a normal company. Uh, it's a company that should be put into business rescue uh, because if they grant a 32% increase, as an example, it is not to cover normal operational costs. It's to cover the debt that, that ESCOM simply is incapable of paying. ESCOM cannot service its debt. 400 billion worth of debt, they can't service that. And you can't expect a normal consumer to pay for that. That's not the only thing. Uh, ESCOM also wants an increase of 32% because there are many of their customers that just don't pay electricity. And many of the municipalities that just don't pay electricity. Uh, and there are also uh, workers at ESCOM that get a, got a 7% increase, which is completely and totally uh, unacceptable. And, and the normal consumer is expected to pay for that above inflation increase. And there are far too many people working at ESCOM. So the real answer to all of this is that ESCOM must be put into business rescue. Uh, ESCOM must be, must be well, restructured. But what would that look like, uh, an ESCOM being put under business rescue, and also considering that the president has said um, that ESCOM is way too big to fail? But he, of course he said the same thing of about course. SAA. Of course, of course. But it, 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 ESCOM is far too important for South Africa to fail. We need ESCOM. <laughs> we need electricity. But we need a properly run organization. We cannot afford it to have an organization that's got probably around about ten or 20,000 people that work 
for that organization that should not be there. We cannot allow an organization at ESCOM to give a 7% increase to many of those workers that are already overpaid. And not all of them, of course. Uh, and business rescue, the idea with business rescue is, is to keep it alive and to do it in a, in a structured fa- fashion, to make sure that ESCOM keeps on producing electricity, keep on servicing the people of South Africa, but restructure it, restructure it in a rational manner to make sure that the cost base uh, is reasonable and to make sure that some of this debt is actually transferred to the Minister of Finance, as an example. So the whole thing is wrong. Everything is wrong about what's going on with electricity and ESCOM and national mm. Well, there was a commitment that was given during the medium-term budget statement by the Minister yes. that some of that debt will be taken yes. over by, by, by Treasury, still waiting for the, yes. for the exact quantum of that amount. But if ESCOM does go into business rescue, what happens to the people that it owes? Well, that, that debt is guaranteed, guaranteed by you and me, by the state. And my view is that the bulk, if, if not all of that debt that is guaranteed by the state, should be taken over by the Minister of Finance because it is his debt in any of it. Mm. Take it over because he guarantees that and start from scratch, restructure ESCOM, break it into smaller pieces, get private sector participation, um, and that is the idea. But, but because of politics, we can't do what is supposed to happen. Uh, because they, uh, because the politicians, the ANC government, is just too scared of Kusatu. Imagine what Kusatu is going to do if you say you're going to restructure it and thousands of people are going to lose their jobs. Because that is what's going to happen in any of it. Because that is exactly what happened at South African Airways. That is inevitable. So we have to bite the bullet and do what is necessary to fix ESCOM and to make sure we have reliable electricity and uh, at a reasonably price in South Africa and to have a, a, a properly functioning electricity industry in South Africa. We don't have that at the moment. Yeah, but the proposal that came from Kosatu as well was that, um, why don't you use um, um, public servants' pension funds to, to try and save ESCOM? Yeah, what's going to happen if we do that? If we use public uh, public servants' pension funds, then they, the money is going to be misused, as always, because it will still be a state-owned enterprise that is badly run. ESCOM made another loss, if you if you remember, and they will keep on making losses. And the day when we have to pay you and I, when we have to pay pensions to the civil servants, there will not be enough in the public sector pension fund, and we, the taxpayer, will have to chip in again. We can't use that money. It's irresponsible. So damn if you do, damn if you don't, because now as it stands, uh, for instance, we are now in on load shedding stage, what, stage six? And this yes. is um, indefinitely, as we've been told. Yes. This is an emergency situation. Let's face that. Let's realize this is an emergency situation. Let's structure, restructure ESCOM. Let's get responsible people in. We cannot play around with ESCOM and all sorts of political games at this stage. We need to make sure that ESCOM keeps on running. And we cannot allow the, 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 uh, the trade unions to dictate on what's going to happen here. And we certainly cannot allow polit- politicians to play politics with ESCOM. And that is what's happening at the moment. David Ritt, thank you so much for your time. David, just a quick one. Do you think, though, yes. prediction, do you think that NERSA would give ESCOM that 32% or just no. slightly? No, uh, no, I don't think they're going to give 32%. They're going to give quite a substantial increase, but less than that. And the reason for that is NERSA also does not know what the correct increase should be. They have a, they've got a team of economists, they do all sorts of calculations, exactly the same as ESCOM. ESCOM do all sorts of calculations to trying to convince NASA uh, to do, uh, give them a certain increase. And of course, they try to shoot the lights out, they try to get more than what they really need, because they know NASA is going to give them less. 
and they also do the whole calculation all over again, and they're going to come in with, say, 20% or 25% or something like that. It always works like this. But, but not, not ESCOM nor NERSA, NERSA knows what the real increase should be. Because I don't know where the petrol prices or the oil price is going to be in a year's time. How on earth do they know? They also don't know. They, it's based on all sorts of assumptions by economists and things like that. Yeah. I've been in this game for a long time. I, I can't see the future. Neither can they. Do you agree with uh, Sviso Skenjana, who says that one of the reasons that ESCOM is in the trouble that it is in is because NERSA has been an inhibitor? Meaning that well, NERSA it, has it, been blocking ESCOM from fulfilling its, um, its mandate. NERSA has been an inhibitor in many instances, if you, depending on your point of view. Uh, from an ESCOM point of view, yes, NERSA has been a problem because they haven't been giving granting much higher increases. Uh, from a consumer point of view, NERSA has been a problem because they've been getting too high increases. And not only that, NERSA has been an obstacle when it comes uh, to, to some many other uh, organizations that want to actually uh, also provide electricity, and you need to get NERSA permission to get that, for example. So NERSA has been an obstacle in many instances. So I think NERSA is certainly part of the problem. But NERSA certainly has got a role to play under normal circumstances. This is certainly not normal. Thank you so much for your time. David Ritt there. David Ritt is an economist. A tweet here from LCU says that I just lost a business meeting because couldn't connect to Zoom due to load shedding. So said indeed because load shedding affects network. Yep. Uh, they said it's going to be worse this year. Indeed it is. And luckily they could see that I was struggling to connect. It is bad. And Elsie goes on to say this load shedding is causing anxiety. We're going to have a lot of anxiety and stress-related health issues. 614 That's our voice note line. You can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032